हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन बुक इंडिया डेमोक्रेसी एंड डेवलपमेंट यूनिट वन लिगेसी ऑफ नेशनल मूवमेंट विद रेफरेंस टू डेवलपमेंट राइट्स एंड पार्टिसिपेशन the developmental aspirations of the people of india unfolded themselves through the various stages of freedom movement the violent resistance of the indian people to the british rule in 1857 and the subsequent tribal upsurges were defensive movements against foreign rule they were almost totally politi- political but the peace and struggles that occurred since the late 19th century had a clear economic perspective they were against the oppressive land revenue system that came along with the foreign rule even though the peasants were not always aware of the colonial mechanism and they often turned their wrath on the intermediate land owners like the zamindars and mauddars after the consolidation of the british rule in 1858 new organizations and movements of the people came to the fore choosing constitutionalist strategies landlords formed their own organizations to demand reduction of government revenue claims simultaneously nationalist leaders like dada bhai narozi m g ranade and r c dat started critiquing the colonial economic exploitation they argued that the main reason of poverty in india was the colonial exploitation the end of colonial rule was necessary for the alleviation poverty in india now let us discuss the point foundation of the indian national congress in 1885 the educated elite formed an indian national congress as an umbrella organization of all sections of the indian people beginning with the demand for adequate representations of the indian in the senior government services and the legislative bodies created by the indian council act of 1861 indeed initially they did not take up the cause of the workers and peasants considering them as local issues but indigenous nationalists were engaged in philanthropic works among the workers and the peasants the indian national congress was founded with a modest constitutionalist outlook and chose the strategy of petition and persuasion rather than pressure and agitation the earliest plea that it made to the government was for the facilitation of the indian 
access to the Indian civil services, which indeed was an elastic demand. On the other hand, the organizations declined to take up the issue of the condition of plantation and industrial labor, which appeared to it to be local issues, even though philanthropists and the labor leaders were given platform. In 1893, the Congress demanded the uniform introduction of permanent settlement of land to save the landholders from harassment by the government. As early as 1895, Dr. Annie Besant, founder of the Indian Home Rule League and a leader of the Indian National Congress, drafted a Constitution of India Bill envisaging a constitution that guaranteed to every citizen freedom of expression, inviolability of one's house, right to property, equality before the law and in regard to admission to the public offices, right to present claims, petition and claims and the right to personal property. At a special session at Bombay in 1918 on the Montague Chamisford report, the Congress demanded that the new Government of India Act contain a declaration of the rights of the Indian containing among other things equality before the law, protection in respect of liberty, life and property, freedom of speech and press and right of association. In 1925, a subcommittee set up by the All Parties Conference chaired by M. K. Gandhi prepared a Commonwealth of India Bill that demanded self-government for Indian from the village upwards the village, the taluka, the district, the province and India. It also demanded the rights to liberty, security of dwelling the property, freedom of conscience and to profess and practice religion, freedom to express opinion to assemble peacefully and without arms and to form associations or unions, free elementary education, use of roads, public places, courts of justice and the like, equality before the law irrespective of nationality and freedom of the sexes. The Motilal Nehru Committee Report of 1928 incorporated all these demands and added the right of all citizens to the writ of habeas corpus protection in respect of punishment under ex post facto laws, non-discrimination against any person on grounds of race, religion or creed in the matter of public employment, office of power or honor, and in the exercise of any trade or calling, equal access of all citizens to public roads, 
public wells and places of public resort freedom of combination and association for the maintenance and improvement of labor and economic conditions and the right to keep arms in accordance with regulations it will be seen that although the above demands had certain economic implications the demands were essentially political and elitistic it was not until the appearance in the scene of gandhi that the socio economic problems of the common people came to focus gandhi brought the common people into national politics he had to reflect their aspirations we will discuss gandhi's contribution in our next discussion now let us wind up the session take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self learning podcast